I bought a property in Atlanta for $30,000 and had a tenant that was $1,000 a month in rent. I still have that tenant in the property to this day. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Do you know how you can benefit from crowdfunding? If you haven't checked out our special series, Best Crowdfunding Crash Course Ever, presented by Patch of Land, then you need to. It's episodes 152, 159, 166, and 173, because you'll hear from the industry's leading crowdfunding experts on how you can benefit by getting involved, whether it's getting access to funds for your deal or passively investing in other people's deals. The time is now to get started. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever to grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm here with today's guest, Tom Hutchins. Hi, Tom. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well and I hope you're doing well too. Tom's joining us from Hotlanta, Georgia where he's the Senior Vice President of Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions. He joined the company in 2014 as responsible for sales and marketing for the company. Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions is a wholesale lender, and Tom's actually currently licensed in 24 states across the U.S., and he's been in the industry for nearly 20 years. You know what? Before I I get into the introduction, let me mention the interesting fact about you, because for any sports interest out there, best ever listeners, you'll enjoy this. When he's not doing real estate, he's coaching a lot of kids' sports. He said he's he coaches baseball, softball, basketball, and football. So he mixes up sports and you know leading the little ones on the field to investing in real estate and working with investors. So with that being said, Tom, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Um, Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions, as you mentioned, is based in Hotlanta, Georgia. And we are uh, just looking at the current mortgage market and always looking for ways to help more people get involved in uh, real estate, specifically residential uh, lending. That's primarily what we do. And uh, whether it's someone looking to buy an owner-occupied property or somebody wanting to uh, start or grow their uh, investment portfolio. When an investor has a couple properties and he or she has a full-time job but wants to scale their business so that they can continue to buy more and more properties, knowing that it's more challenging to get loans when you don't have a W-2, what's your advice for them? What do you recommend their roadmap be? That's a great question, Joe. I mean, we, are, we are seeing a lot of uh, newer products and programs coming, coming into the market on a very regular basis. So my first advice would be find someone in the mortgage space who has some experience and knowledge of what products and programs are available to investors. If, if someone doesn't have a, a lot of meaning a loan officer originator doesn't have a lot of experience with working with investors, they may not be the best to to steer you into the best programs that are out there. 
And fortunately, we have you on the show. So we do have someone who has knowledge in the space and those programs for investors. So what type of programs would best fit that scenario for an investor? And Joe, let me just clarify, you said someone who does not have a W-2 or? Yeah, somebody who has a full-time job right now. Yes. Maybe they have one or two homes, but they're looking to scale their business. So they're looking to buy more homes, but they also want to quit their job. What's the best approach? Are there certain things they should keep build up? Are there certain things that they should keep in mind? Are there certain rules of thumb that you tell them? Well, first and foremost, I would tell you, keep your job as long as you can keep your job. (laughs) Because if you have a personal income uh, already in place to to help support your investing uh, cash flow needs, that's going to provide you more opportunities. If you do not, that's not saying that you don't have opportunities, but the opportunities are just, they're fewer. And I'm going to channel this type of person in this scenario. And now that they've heard that and they're like, okay, I'll keep it. So now they've kept the job for a couple of years. Now they're really fed up with their job and they want to do real estate full time, but they still want to buy properties. What do they have to keep in mind whenever they're looking to get approved and what type of loan programs are best for them? Okay, so so they are they are moving on and no longer going to have that W two job. Really, what they need to look for are positive cash flow opportunities, meaning the rents in the market um, would fully support any debts that you know it, some leverage, um, some loans against those properties would support. So wherever wherever that good that that lower price with higher rents, that's. The better that looks like, the the more opportunity uh, that investor is going to have. So now the investor has that opportunity. They found the property that cash flows. Now, what type of programs are best for them and what type of down payment should they expect to pay that type of thing? Okay. Well, the best program for them is going to be what what we know kind of in the business is a, a cash flow program. And that really looks at what the either the current rent on a property is or what the anticipated rent on a property is as determined usually by an appraiser who does a market analysis of a property and what type of rents would be considered market rent. And then based on that cash flow that that property either is producing or should produce, um, then loan programs are kind of built around that. I would expect an investor in this type of scenario to you know, need about a 30% down payment in that range, anywhere from 30 to 40 or you know, possibly a little bit higher, just depending on what that cash flow looks like. But that's one way. Another way is if you already have some property under your belt without any leverage, you know, the, the property that already has a track record of a tenant paying rent, those are, those are going to be, you know, even open more doors because that, that market rent is, is determined by your tenant and by the lease that you already have in place. And what if they wanted to do what some people call house hacking where, which is kind of a, in my mind, a derogatory term towards this process. Cause hacking just seems in my mind, it's like a negative connotation, but where they live in one side and run out the other side, does that open up different loan programs for them in that scenario where they wouldn't have to put the 30% to 40% down? Not if you're also combining that with what you said previously, the, the person that wants the investment 
to be their sole source of income. If they don't have that W-2 job, then the owner-occupied slash investment property really does not, there's no advantage to that. Tom, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Get involved. You know, I, I was told that a long time ago, but there's there's so many different opportunities in real estate. And just don't be the person that is always looking at the next greatest thing, but is always a spectator. Figure out what you want to do and aggressively go after it and, and do it. How have you applied that advice in your life? Do you have a story? Yeah, I have a, I have a story that has to do with real estate. I've, I've been in the mortgage financing business for a long time. And uh, when there were some challenges in the finance world in the late 2000s, I saw an opportunity to become a, a property investor myself. And I also saw the opportunity that there weren't a lot of realtors, real estate agents that were knowledgeable in that arena. So I went and got my real estate license and I started acquiring properties on my own in a very short period of time. It's, it's one of the best things I've ever done. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. First, a quick word from our best ever sponsors. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it, and now it's time to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is a leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F. L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. You've heard him on the Best Ever Show, episode 209. His name's Craig Capola, and he's got a book you must read. The Art of Commercial Real Estate Leasing is what it's called, and it tells you 19 things to look for in a lease. Go to Amazon.com right now and buy The Art of Commercial Real Estate Leasing. All right, Tom, best ever book you've read? Hmm, you might have me there. I'm not, I'm not a big book reader, Joe. Best ever magazine you like to flip through mindlessly? Sports Illustrated. There we go. I knew there had to be something. (laughs) You're the first person I've asked that to, by the way. (laughs) Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Best ever personal growth experience is simply, I just believe in finding a balance in your life. A spiritual balance, a work balance, a social balance. I think that's that's the key to everyone's success is, is to have balance in your life. What was the moment in time that you made that realization that there needs to be that balance? Probably after the real estate crash, I realized that I had put too much attention into my work life and not into the other things that were important to me in life. Best ever success habit that you practice? I write down a to-do list every day. Best ever deal you've done? That would be, I've acquired a number of properties at extremely low prices. They're all good deals. Can you give us one example? Sure. I I bought a a property in Atlanta for uh, $30,000 and immediately had a tenant that was being paid by a third party at $1,000 a month in rent. And I I still have that tenant in the property to this day. You had a tenant that was being paid by a third party? Government assistance. Yes. Got it. Got it. How'd you find that deal? I was searching high and low for good properties and was fortunate enough to, to find the tenant. You know, the other piece of advice would be any anytime you can find uh, government assistance to help pay, uh, pay rent, I highly recommend that. And so how specifically did you find that $30,000 house? By using my real estate license to go through the local MLS. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? I'm most excited about what we're doing here at Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions. The product we've been talking about, our investor cash flow, 
is a perfect example of where there's a huge demand in the market, but very little supply. And we are working really hard to create products and programs that meet the demand of the market. And our investor cash flow is one of those. Best ever way you like to give back? I'm very involved at my local church. Best ever quote? Be a mentor and be mentored every day. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Passing up on a deal. And Tom, what's the best ever place to reach you? 855-539-4910. And on passing up on the deal, what was the deal that you passed up on? It was just another really good foreclosure property that I didn't get involved in it and I wished I had. What was the reason you didn't get involved? I felt like I needed to be a little more diversified because it was too close to some other properties and I was wrong about that. Tom, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and talking about lending and going through that hypothetical scenario with us on if, you know, if we have a job, what would you recommend? And that is to stay with the job for as long as possible because that helps with the approval for a mortgage. But as we all reach a breaking point with a certain profession, if that's not within our true nature and if we're not fulfilled by it, and we want to do our own thing with real estate, you know, talking through what type of scenario is likely with that process. And as you mentioned, you need about 30% down, 30 to 40% down, if that is your only income. Now, if you have other income, then then that's that's different because there's there's more variables in play and that will help your cause. But thank you for walking through those scenarios and then talking through, you know, the deals that you've done. Absolutely. And the $30,000 house with the government assistance and getting someone to rent for $1,000 and kind of your approach whenever, you know, late 2000s were were going on and Armageddon was happening with the financial crisis and you were snatching up property. So it's great talking to you. Thanks so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Good deal. Thank you, Joe. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.